Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. Hello, and welcome to the Haunted Estate Podcast with your hosts, Joel, and, 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 the Haunted Estate Podcast with Joel, and, Selena, I'm, I'm a little worried about you. Why would you ever be worried about me? <laughs> I I do love you. You got a lot going on over there. What are you concerned with? Like, you want to start left and move right or start right, move left? We can just open this can of worms. All right, maybe. I'll start. What's with the notebook? There's a notebook. You got a big notebook on your desk. Yeah, I collect notebooks. Probably to write stuff down. And beside that, you have the largest collection of gel pens. I am on the quest to find my favorite gel pen. Um, some of them are thin, some of them write thick. I have found that the metallic ones are the best gel pens that you can find. <sighs> it is a real thing. Once you find a pen you like, you gotta stick with it. You know, it's. I just had to buy a new notebook today. Mm, Watch you to buy a new notebook, Selena. Well, I have five hundred of them. Where are your other five hundred notebooks? They're packed away. Packed away for what? Moving. Where are you moving? To the country. When are you moving? In July. Are you excited? Yeah. We're going to have a new podcast studio. It's going to be really cool. New podcast studio. Um, it's been a, a wild couple weeks. Well, let's, we're not done with the table yet. <laughs> okay. Let's get back. To, for okay. what, the bunny's back, I see? The bunny's been named. What's the name of the bunny? Meow. And what's with the puppet this time? <laughs> There's no puppet come to youtube if you want to see the no puppet there's no puppet now let's talk about i feel selena and i've been gone for two weeks so we record the last two three podcasts in one sitting yeah it was quite the recording session yeah but we did that preemptively because we were busy what were we busy with i don't even remember did we talk about 
Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't think that has happened on the podcast yet. Guys, I need to be honest with you. My spirits... <laughs> my spirits... <laughs> my spirits have been crushed. Why have your spirits been crushed? Um, if you can see, I'm in mourning for my social life in the moment and for my emotions. <laughs> if you would like to see my Gucci head wrap, that is definitely not a knockoff that Joel got in the Caribbean. And my bougie sunglasses that are hiding my tear-filled eyes. <sighs> then go to YouTube. <laughs> I don't know if we talk about this in a podcast. I have had the absolute worst luck flying. With airplanes. With airplanes. Airports. <laughs> yeah. My my manager, Frankie, he told me, he was like, I flew every week for like a year. And I've never had as much trouble with planes as you have. <sighs> Joel, why, why don't you just, why don't we just, why don't we just crack open? Let's start with our first bad experience, flying home from Los Angeles. Oh my gosh. Hasn't there been more than even this? There has, but this was really sort of the tipping point yeah. of falling. This is the spiral into oblivion. It started with our flight home from Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, so we're supposed to fly... We always book things last minute. We're supposed to fly from Los Angeles to North Carolina, from North Carolina to Toronto. But what occurred in Los Angeles, the boarding was delayed because they had to change a tire or something. And it was delayed for like four hours? Four motherfucking hours. Four hours. So because of that, mm-hmm. we weren't able to make the second plane to that, get home that we're supposed to be on in North Carolina. Which would literally be like one hour. Yeah, literally one hour to our to where we live. So... We had to spend the night in North Carolina. And we got an email where you get like a connection to a hotel for free. Of course, that didn't work. Of course, there's no cabs available. Of course, there's no rental cars There were available. no rental cars. There was literally nothing. Nothing. We'd never been in North Carolina. Oh, and we didn't get our luggage. Yeah, they wouldn't give us our fucking we luggage. We only had our backpacks, like what we had on the And flight. I didn't have a phone charger. No toothbrush, no toothpaste, no deodorant. But no then it gets worse. There were no hotel rooms in all of North Carolina. Literally everywhere. Obviously, other people had been delayed too. So there was not a hotel room in North Carolina. No. So Celine and I end up Ubering to some... I don't know. It was comforted? I don't know. We begged this woman. We're like, please, we do you have a closet we can sleep in? We begged this it's woman. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. First, so one thing. She's an angel. She gave us a free room. It was the best thing. By the grace of God, she helped us out. But we had not ate since breakfast. And not only, we forgot to start this with saying we were so hungover because we had spent <laughs> the night before in WeHoo in, An- in West Hollywood, Los Angeles, so partying with drag queens. And we got so hungover. We spent all day on a plane. We get there. There's no rental cars. There's no hotel. We end up walking. We're starving. We find out there's a 24-hour Waffle House. We've never been to Waffle House. No, and it says 450 meters away. We're like, let's just let's just do it. Let's just... Oh, God, see, I'm even sick. I'm sick even just talking, thinking, thinking about, about it. it. So we start walking. No, we're on a freeway. We have to walk down the interstate. It's well, like Interstate yeah. 80 or I-80. Or and then we find out while we're there, like a cop like has us like sit by his, his cop car and everything. I'm standing there. He's like, this is the highest crime rate place ever that's what the the uber guy told, ended up telling us i'm standing there with my gucci backpack and my gucci bag i'm like this is it i'm gonna die today we were in a really bad area. it was a really bad area there's just sirens everywhere and people were like it was not good police in the parking lot so the next morning like we finally get home and here's the thing okay now this this is where it becomes my story oh i we, we oh, didn't tell them about the covid stuff yet 
in oh Australia. yeah okay so in canada yeah at the time not anymore you had to have a negative covid test within 24 hours to re-enter the country so we had gotten covid tests in los angeles within 24 hours yeah but what happened is because the plane got delayed it was over 24 hours so we had to track down new covid tests so not only did we get there late we barely slept we didn't go to bed till like four in the morning we had to get up at like 7 30 to go find covid tests no at sleep eight. Oh, it was terrible. It was the worst thing that ever happened in the universe. Now, 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 here's the next thing. I've never traveled alone because of these situations, okay? From this situation, I had the worst PTSD in the entire fucking universe. I was like, I'm never flying, let alone alone. I've never traveled alone in my entire life, ever. I'm like, you know what? I have to go. I was going on the coolest trip of my life. I know y'all are fans of Sam and Colby. They are literally like my brothers i love them i think they're the coolest people hardest working people in the world not only was i meeting up with sam and colby i was meeting up with my best friend chris chris colin call me chris and we were gonna do this sick sick awesome trip i'm like i gotta do it but then i find out my flight has a layover and i had said i am never doing layovers again but i'm like they've booked it i'm going it's gonna be fucking awesome nothing bad is gonna happen selena on the phone to adam like adam adam never again never never again so the next week there i go again to go to another layover what happens what happens there i am at the airport alone selena your plane has been delayed by 15 minutes like we're good we're good we're fine next update your plane has been delayed by an hour and a half bam i'm not gonna miss my connection adam's freaking out he finds an air canada flight it leaves at the time that i will be able to make my connection he's booking it he's booking it bam the last seat had sold it wasn't to me we were that fucking close so i end up lying i end up going to chicago at this point i'm at the airport and i have completely mentally shut down i told adam i'm laying on the floor i was i was laying on the floor in a ball at the airport and i was crying because i'm like i can't drive home because i forgot to say this i pulled into the wrong parking garage <laughs> oh, at the Pearson. airport and I was on the phone scream crying with Adam because I didn't get the out signs and I kept going up when I was just trying to drive down to get out of there and then it cost me money because I was driving around just trying to get out there. I finally get to the right parking garage. I get lost at my gate. I get lost going through fucking security. I'm crying the entire time. I'm already mentally shut down at this point. I'm not doing well. I end up getting to Chicago. I have to stay at a hotel there. I can't find the hotel. I get to this point. I ask this guy. They're like, nope, sorry. We're not going to give you your bags again. And I'm like, I am flying in to see Sam and Colby and Chris. I can't smell like a bag of buttholes. So I finally get my bag. I sit there say it's going to take four hours to get your bag, which means I'm going to sleep for one hour. The lady, I end up crying my eyes out. She gets me my bag. I'm like, okay, cool. This is great. Fine. Thank you. Appreciate it. I get up really early in the morning, 4.30 to go and catch my plane from Chicago to Arkansas. Yeah. <sighs> we're there. We're on a trip. Okay. We go. We go to this awesome haunted trip. But here's the thing. I get Mexican food. <laughs> I got Mexican fo- food in Arkansas. Okay. Ma and pa shop. I'm the only one who gets the beef tamales. Fucking mistake. All night it goes so sick. I start feeling a little weird in the middle of the night. I wake up in the morning. I have a headache. No, no. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I mean, I'm sharing a room with Chris. I get into the shower. Oh, you were sharing a room? Yeah, I was sharing. We were in the same bed. Like, it was like, it was. Bro, what? Bro, but like, but then I get up and I'm in the shower. I get out. I'm like, Chris, like, I'm sick. Did you sleep in a bed with Chris? Chris is the most beautiful one in the world. Absolutely. But here's, no, it was, it's not like, we're just besties. No, (laughs) don't be fucking I'm kidding. Don't be weird. But I tell her, I'm like, I am sick. I am sick. I start throwing up. But I start throwing up so violently that I blow a blood vessel in my eye. 
I blew a blood vessel in the matter I'll, of two hours. I threw up like 34 times. I'll vouch for it. She showed me. She like pulls her eyelid down. And it's like, all oh, blown bleh. under there. I literally went to the eye doctor today. Bleh. So then I go with the trip. We're about to get on another plane, fly to Texas to do another investigation. I know I can't do this. The, the roads going back to this airport are up and down, up and down, up and down. I'm holding on for dear life. Colby is driving beside me. He's like, are you good? And I'm like, I am not fucking good. I am doing everything to hold my shit together. So we're all at the airport. I'm flying home. You know what I have to do to get home? Another fucking layover. <laughs> Another fucking layover. So they board, are both our planes board at the same time. They're gone. They get to fucking Texas and I'm still sitting on my plane in the airport because get this. A bird had made such a big intricate nest in the fucking airplane engine. Oh my god. And they pull all these people and nobody can figure out how to get these birds out of the engine. Oh my god. So then we have to deplane. No way. Get on another plane. No. I've missed my connection. Oh. So Adam has to book me another connection. I get off this plane. I bolt. I scream. I fly to my other plane. I get on just in the nick of time. Just in the nick of time. I get home. I get to Toronto. The only way to get across the bridge to get back into the parking garage is blocked off. Yeah, I don't know yeah, where I, I am. <laughs> I have no idea how to get to the parking garage. I'm standing out in the middle of like that little highway thing that goes in front of the airport, crying my eyes out, asking strangers, pointing at my car. I'm like, it's on the seventh floor. How do I get up there? Because there's a fucking concrete wall. Finally, I get to my car. Did you have to take the train there? No, Again? no, no. I found my way over, which was great. There was another aisle way. Then I'm on my way home. I had been throwing up and shitting on the plane the whole time. <laughs> Guess what I did to myself in my car? What? In the Mustang? In the Porsche. Oh, you took the Porsche. So I'm never, I'm never leaving again. God, that's so shitty, man. But I do have to leave again. When do you have to leave again? Us, we're going to New York with mom and dad. Then I have to go to VidCon in LA. Then I'm going on tour. Jesus Christ. I'm going on tour. But I'm getting a tour bus because I'm not flying. (laughs) That's so unlucky flying for you. I will never fly again. (laughs) If you guys could have seen when we were in Charlotte, North Carolina. Fuck that. And Selena and I were walking down this freeway, random highway in darkness. And I love Selena. Not the fastest walker. Like, I'm he nervous. Wouldn't stay with Would me. you get like, hurry up, fuck up, let's go. I'm like, oh, poor Selena. Can you stop touching the microphone? Oh, my God, bro. That's just. Can you take your buddy? He's really annoying me. Uh, there's no one there. You don't see this guy? No one. I only see you. It's all in your own mind. I got to tell our listeners, though, about uh, <clears throat> my journey, my horrific sickness that occurred to me on my little trip there. Oh, my gosh. Um, I always thought when I was young, no joke, I actually got this idea from stepbrothers. Yeah. That I would sell everything and buy a sailboat, and then my wife and I would, like, retire and just live on a sailboat and sail and just be sailboaters. You know? Yeah. That's sweet, right? Sounds romantic. Sounds nice. Uh, yeah, we went on excursion on a catamaran, <laughs> which is a big, is a boat, yeah. vessel. As it turns out, I don't have sea legs. Nobody, me neither. As it turns out, like buying a sailboat? Wow, fuck that idea. I literally could have told you that you were going to get seasick as fuck. Anytime I get seasick, I'm seasick for like four days. Like we're like out in the ocean, 
you know, there's like bouncing a rough, a big splash. It was more funny. Put your hands up for like 10 minutes. And then, and this is how I describe it. If I could collectively take all the times that I've been hung over and compiled them together, it wasn't as bad as this seasickness. Like if, if there was a gun, I would bang, 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 reload, bang, 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 bang. Like, it's literally the worst feeling like, in the world. And you just, you can't escape it. And the guy who owned, like was running the boat, he's like a local. He's got his hand on my back. He's like, just let it go, man. Just let it go, Let it man. go. And I'm like at the back of the boat. Like I'm sitting. I got the bar under my arms, my head. Also, turns out I don't chew my food because I had an omelet for breakfast and whole spinach leaves are coming up. Bro, you eat like a fucking hoover. Oh, it was, it was so horrifically terrible. Like if I had slipped off the boat and fell in the water, I would have purposely drowned myself Just trying to, to escape. So <laughs> to try to escape. It was, and it did cross my mind. Like if we come by the shore, I'm jumping off. Like I'll fucking meet you back there. Like you leave me here. <laughs> it was so, it was so terrible and like i felt embarrassed because i thought i was the only one that was like seasick i like glance over my shoulder like 90 percent of the passengers like got a bag of ice on their neck they got a bag up some other girls like hanging off the side like <sighs> turns out I, I i don't i couldn't be a sailor no man me neither as it turns out angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well if you own a home you know how much work it can take whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like when you got off and then had to get back on to go so back. So it was an excur. It was a snorkeling excursion. So you take a catamaran to a whole bunch of different islands and places, and then they like just drop anchor and then you jump off and go swimming. Yeah. So there was really no escape because there was no land for eight hours. You'd just be like, because you go be like, snorkeling. You'd be like, fuck it, I'm just gonna die. But you still bob in the water. Also, having like a five day drunk before that really didn't help. Being drunk for no. five days straight, but then after. This is pretty gross. I'm sorry, viewers. After everything had come up, I like kind of felt like a little, you know, like I kind of had a second wind or whatever. But yeah, it was, I was hurting for a couple days. Hurting for a couple days on that one. It was. Yeah, that sounds like no, no land for yeah, me. Yeah. Like, like if someone in the future is like, you want to go for a boat ride? Fuck no. Fuck <laughs> no. Go home. Fuck no. No. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was terrible. But just also a little personal life. What what what's our next trip planned? 
We're going to New York with mom and dad. Are we? Yes. I did know that, but I asked so the viewers would be able to hear. And what are we doing in New York? We're taking your mom to the World Trade Center Museum because I don't think there's anyone in the world that's more obsessed with the World Trade Center than mom. Like she watches documentaries like all the time. Like over and over and over. Yeah. So it's it was uh, Selena's Christmas gift to her is the whole family. We're going to go there. Selena yeah. and I went there when we were in New York. Wow. Cried. It is. If there's so something sad. you should do, it's if you have the time and money, it's. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it, it was a. Really or it's, cool sorry, it's not good, but I don't know. The it's word. a childhood dream come true. Yeah, it's what like, a smooth transition. Get it, childhood. Oh wow! I don't know why that one didn't click. Yeah, you could say it was. You a, literally planned this. Podcast. It was a childhood dream. Ghost children. Ghost children. Ghost children. Ghost children. So the very first thing I have highlighted in pink for you. You do. <clears throat> Please explain Selena's childhood creepy things. The oh. little girl talking in the wall yeah that's one thing like we talked about it in my podcast with my dad and stuff like i i saw ghosts full on as a kid i had a little girl who lived like i had these two closets and there was like a strip of wall and she used to come out between the closets it is weird that room had two closets right that was kind of weird but it wasn't even like that was weird it was just that room had a weird vibe mm. it always had a weird vibe mm. which was kind of cool but such still life, a little weird. I guess. yeah and what about talking the wall I know we've done this before, but this is our episode. Yeah, literally, my dad heard me talking when he came home from work one day, and he opened up the door, and he was like, hey, who are you talking to? And I was like, the lady in the wall. You're sitting upright in your crib? I was sitting upright in my bed. The people in the wall. And then my dad was just like, fuck that. <laughs> it's only just, <laughs> clo- just closes the door. I'm not like, fucking dealing no. with that. <laughs> no, that's not for now. That's yeah. a good vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That might be a, that might be a mom that mom thing to deal with <laughs> yeah he was just like that that's a no do you have any other ghost children experiences i've like seen ghost children mm. one time when i was in high school i came like i felt really weird do you ever just wake up in the morning and you kind of like have a vibe where you just feel off and you kind of think something's gonna happen that day all the time oh sorry no i'm thinking hungover uh <laughs> no that too yeah no it happens um i came downstairs and i told mom and i'm like mom i feel so weird like around my legs and mom saw this little tiny boy like a two-year-old standing beside my legs and like i she told me and i freaked the fuck out and then i went to saint mary's and i was always one of the first kids there and i walked by the gym and they were just like all these windows and it was dark in there so it was reflective and i walked by and i saw that little boy by my legs what the fuck like was he holding on to your leg no he was just coming he was just following me just walking beside you just following wow that's weird very spooky super weird do you remember the tree in grandma's backyard that had been cut down like it was just a stump yeah that always gave me weird omens didn't they have didn't they have a story about that mom i think what was her story I don't know if it was a ghost or an angel or what, but it was something like on that was standing like almost like a pedestal there. Hmm. Maybe it was the spirit of the tree. Spirit of the tree. Mm. And you remember I was hunting for mouse mice back there? Yeah, and like the cat, the cat would like kill them and stuff. I mean, what would we have done if we had found a mouse? I don't even know. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. Anyways, this part. <clears throat> Ghost children who came back to haunt. Mm. Mm. Who and what are ghost children? As the name suggests, it's a category of ghosts. You and I, you and I may not see them. You and I, you and I may not What's believe. What's going I'm on, messing buddy? up. Okay, let me restart. You and I may not see them. You and I may not believe in spirits and life after death or even in the existence of a soul. Yet an astounding amount has been written about them in innumerable stories related about them. In recent times, many such stories and videos have gone viral on social media with the fakes being quickly segregated from the automatic ones. 
authentic ones. In fact, those children in particular have always generated and attracted almost universal attention with even leading publications devoting a surprising amount of precious space to them. Just about a month and a half ago, for instance, the UK Mirror carried photographs and a very lengthy lengthy story of a rocking horse that moved across the room on its own in an antique shop. Ooh. It seems Daniel Parker, an antiques dealer, came into work at Barnsley Antique Centre in South Yorkshire to find a 1960s toy lying on the shop floor. Daniel said it was completely bizarre and I'm a skeptic. It just starts slowly rocking and stopping and starting and then it flips off as if someone was getting off the toy. As soon as I found it on the floor, I immediately went to rewind the CCTV. I immediately went to rewind the CCTV to see what it was. The thing is, I've tried recreating the movement. I've tried moving the toy back and forwards the way it does in the film, but it's impossible to recreate. The moment just looks like it would have been looks like someone was on it with no explanation. He also says when his daughter Casey was about 11, she ran screaming from the shop basement after going down there for a wander. I said, what's up? And she said, someone reached out to grab me. They do say that the mill owner who'd worked on the old mill on the site in the 1800s died here. He'd hanged himself in the 1960s in the basement. That's terrifying. Kids, I think what it is with kids is the fact that like, you want to nurture them, you want to take care of them, but also like a ghost child is the scariest fucking thing I've ever thought of. Oh, like I, Ugh. I remember watching like all these Reddit stories where it's like, like I woke up and my kid was just standing in the hallway in the dark and I just like literally booted him. Like I had no choice. Do you, rem- do you remember? This is pretty dark. Mom's friend, the one she calls she who must not be named. Yeah, she had adopted a child, right? Mm-hmm. But the child, like, unfortunately, had come from broken homes, so she had like no manners i guess you could say her name was dawn right i don't know i can't remember anyways she who must not be named woke up one night and the little girl who she just adopted was standing at her bedside looking at her and then she was going like like she was choking thirsty but she said it scared the shit out that would scare the (laughs) shit out of me just opened her eyes and the kid she just adopted was oh my god like mouthing like the symbol for choking for all the people listening like but she meant Joel just she, sounds terrifying. She meant she was thirsty. She's like, what the fuck? Like, can you imagine? Like, I would have booted that kid in the face. Ooh, I'm sorry. Going back to the orphanage. <laughs> going back to the orphanage for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, guys, children could become ghosts because of several reasons and scenarios. When an adult dies, the spirits of loved ones and spirit guides help the person make a transition to the other world. When a child dies, it's no different. Yet, for various reasons, sometimes a child will not move on and slips to remain behind here with family, friends, a pet, or the former environment. Oftentimes, when a child remains behind, it is due to emotional trauma. In current times especially, children who are emotionally traumatized because they're victims of violence or died violent deaths deserve special attention. With their lives cut so short and so early and so brutally in a violent jerk that they aren't ready to go. Their traumatized spirits are bound to haunt the land of the living. And this has been so for countless ages. For instance, in 2015, Eli Nixon wrote about the dead children's playground at Maple Hill Cemetery in Huntsville, Alabama, USA. Nestled on the edge of a sprawling cemetery is a playground. When the clock strikes 10, the dead calm dead calm night with rusty swings to creak to life slides groan under unseen weight and unearthly giggles sound out over the still cemetery grounds 
Legend has it that Alabama's Madison County went through a rash of child abductions in the early 60s. The children were later found discarded in the playground. Visitors often leave with stories of ethereal lights floating on the playground and the spirits of ghost kids. Guy. Years. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Swings have always crept me in. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember walking through Algonquin, which was the school we went to growing up. Yep. Early in the morning. Like it's not dark, but it's sort of twilight in the swings. Like that sound of the chain. Oh. Ah. Freak me out, man. Yeah, dude. Years ago, when I was touring Punjab and Hayana with a, a French documentary filmmaker to do Im- interviews on feticide and girl children, many families, even in far-flung village habitations, volunteered chill- chilling pignant stories of murdered children who continued to haunt the family. One account in particular still haunts me. A newly born unwanted girl child was killed by stuffing a large ball of wheat in her tiny mouth. That night, according to the dead girl's mother, her angry, upset ghost appeared and threw every single thing out of the house. The girl's ghost then clung to her mother's bosom, wailing. I was both terrified and ashamed, admitted the mother, because first we killed her at birth and then she returned as a ghost. We wanted to get rid of her again. Can there be a greater misfortune than to be so unwanted? Jesus Christ. In April of this year, Agnes <laughs> Global distributed an insightful article written about written by Rami, a senior public po- policy, a fellow professor, professor of journalism at the American University and a non-resident senior fellow at the Harvard Kennedy School Middle East Initiative titled Beware of the Ghosts of the Starved Children of Yemen. The piece points out that children caught in violence are helpless victims, and the warfare has left millions of people in Yemen, Syria, Libya, and Iraq destitute and desperate. The poor who were invisible in life also remain invisible in death. Only their ghosts will come back to haunt us this day. There is nothing in the world more frightening than a ghost of a a starved child seeking retribution. We can help the ghosts of children who talk unseen among us, especially those who may refuse to respond to any help because of mental focus on the past, past or due to trauma or fear. Also, while some ghost children do seek help from the living world by drawing attention to themselves through hauntings, which can take several forms, there are others who help simply who need our help are simply unaware that they're in a ghostly state. It's actually easier to help child ghosts than adult ghosts because child ghosts still tend to have a playful, innocent spirit, even though they may be lost or traumatized or both. Incidentally, most times, living children and animals seem to be able to perceive a ghost child better than adults. Being tolerant of child ghosts and seeking guidance from a spiritual guru or paranormal expert would be the best way to help ghost children. As a website devoted to paranormal has written, some ghosts of children are indeed attracted to the living, seeming to enjoy time spent interacting with family that may or may not be their own. If we can help these little ones find their way home to their family, friends, and loved ones, then we've done a great service indeed. We crossed, it was crazy, the video's out actually, the Sam and Colby video, um, where it's like Canada's hill haunting of Hill House. We helped a spirit cross over that night, and it is like definitely in my top 10 of craziest things that have ever happened in my life. Very touching. Like, yeah, Joel was there. What did you think in that moment? Uh, I, I don't even have the words to say lost found comfortable agony 
like I don't I don't know I don't have the vocabulary. It's, no, it was bananas. An outerworldly experience doesn't even begin to cover. Yeah, it was it was bananas. Yeah, it was crazy, and that yeah. was the night my cross broke. Yeah, that was the night your cross neck was broke. When we helped cross over, I was holding my cross neck. Yeah, if you guys want to see like the craziest paranormal videos ever, we did two videos with Sam and Colby back in December, and they came out in February. It is um the haunted fort. You'll see. I'm in the the like thumbnail and then it was the um canada's haunting of hill canada's house. haunting of hill house and like they're literally the sickest videos ever please check them out and also like drop them comment be like came from selena's podcast <laughs> and, and comment joel yeah just joel just joel. 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 joel joel uh the next one is called <sighs> the next one is called ghost facts now <laughs> obviously i read over this i'm not 100 percent behind all of these but they're just interesting. We can talk about them. Yeah. Uh, so the first one, science behind night ghosts. Mm. It's believed that ghosts and spirits become more active during the nighttime because of reduced or less electronic disturbances, making them more powerful with ghostly specters. So that makes so much sense. Less people are awake, less TVs are on, less things are happening. I think they kind of absorb energy and you're just more prepared for it at night. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Also, just darkness is spooky. Darkness is spooky and it's also very kooky. Kids and animals are likely to see ghosts. Kids and animals are most likely to see and experience the presence of ghosts since they have more level of energy, which draws ghosts to them. Small kids often mistake ghosts as their imaginary friends. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. Because the whole child innocence It's an thing. innocent thing. And Tough. I just feel like we're, you know, as adults, we're just so focused on so much shit going around. Our brains are so busy. Or just that's not real. And Yeah, you, you try to rationalize. You can't yeah. rationalize as well as a kid. Exactly. Ghosts stay in the state of dilemma. Most of the spirits and ghosts don't really know what they are dead or often live in a confusing state, which makes them feel stuck in a nightmare. I believe this word is called purgatory. Yeah. Well, purgatory is like this way, like this, the spot between like the living and the dead. But that's one thing like for ghosts that I have seen, they, especially residual hauntings, you see them kind of living the same thing over and over and over again. I do. I do. I do go with that fact mm. because like I've seen it and I've seen like things replay and replay and replay. But I do know that there are some intelligent hauntings that are just kind of like floating around. But 99% of the time it is like a dilemma. Mm. Yeah. They never sleep. Well, we knew vampires couldn't sleep and same goes for ghosts. They keep on roaming around, especially if they want justice after death. I think, yeah, but I think like they need to, they need an energy source to kind of feed, but you can feed off, off um, the earth too, which is something that's makes sense. Yeah. Attention seekers. Ghosts like themselves to get noticed and grab people for attention. Just like that little girl who got grabbed in the basement. So if you smell perfume or smoke or fog, you need to know that you have company. Brim, dun, dun, dun. The back house smelling tobacco smoke, pipe smoke. Bro, we smelled it. Yeah, that was crazy. Also, Selena almost shit herself. Yeah, you should tell them the story. <laughs> I want to share that story. I think we talked about it before, but we'll share it again because we were talking about it earlier because it's just so fucking funny. Um... Like it's like five stories up or four stories up. We're like running up the steps. Like, I'm gonna shit my pants. Like almost like I don't know if you ever played Mario, but you know the character Wario. Like how Wario runs with his like. <laughs> I gotta put my pants. And he didn't think he wasn't taking it seriously. And I'm like, no, you, you don't have to go that bad. Like, don't come on, serious. And she's like at the door, like I locked the door. Like her feet are drabbling, and I'm like getting the key in. And then, like man, she must that door open. She must have jumped through the air. We're like pulling down our bands. It's like the poo was coming out. It was out. explosive. <laughs> I, could, I could hear from the other room. Honestly, it sounded like someone had a bucket of water and poured it in the toilet. Like, <laughs> like Bro, it was violent. Oh my God. And that's what it's like not to have a gallbladder. 
ever since then, Selena's always like, I gotta put my pants. And I like before I was always like, No, you're not. But now I, now I think you might actually poop your pants. Bro, I've I have put my pants on far too many accounts. <laughs> Apparently, you just did. And I'm telling all these people it too. Thousands I, of people. I got a fruity booty. <laughs> my booty be fruity. Cutie patootie fruity booty. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Joel, let's jump into this unsettling stories. What is it? Unsettling stories about ghost children that will haunt your dreams. <laughs> Why tonight? not, buddy? Buddy, I'm excited. Tell me something that's going to haunt my dreams. Sure. I don't want to sleep. Sure thing, man. Thanks. This one's called The Ghost Boy of Clinton Road. He sounds like a bastard. Clinton Road in West Milford, New Jersey, New Jersey, is said to be the most haunted road in America. I'm not quite sure it's that, but been having been there myself, I can assure it's plenty terrifying even without haunting. All those hairpin turns are not only tough to navigate, but also really freaky. When you're suddenly faced with an SUV going way too fast, whipping around the corner, almost hitting you, true story. That said, though, if you believe in ghosts, it's worth a visit. And while you're there, make sure you check out what's known as Ghost Boy Bridge. It's said that if you travel down the road at midnight, stop on the bridge and toss a coin over the edge into the river below, the ghost of a boy who dwells underneath it will toss it back up to you. No, thank you. We don't know who he is or why he haunts the bridge, but he probably appreciates some company. He seems to be fond of stuffed animals and various toys left on the trees around. Yeah, that's that's like nightmare fuel. Now, that is terrifying. Can he you, should go home. Can you imagine flipping a coin over a bridge and it comes back up? I would die. There's no middle ground. That's you pass away. That's booby trap shit. Now, the next one here, black-eyed children. This is something that I really believe in because this happened to me on Nescapi. What are black-eyed children? So, mom was in the hospital. Mm. And um, you were home and it was me and dad was on afternoons. Mm -hmm. This little boy knocks on the door. Mm -hmm. And I open the door. He's black eyes. Is it daylight? Yeah. Front it's, door. It's like 4.30. Front door. Did we have that parent block thing in the window? I don't know at this point. I was like in grade seven or eight. I open up the door. This kid has black eyes. I'm like taking it back. I'm like, hello? He just stands there. He does nothing. I'm like, hello? He points like down towards the kitchen. And I'm like, do you need to use the phone? He nods his head. I went and got that portable phone that we had. When I came back, he was gone. Oh, shit. Yep. Boy, that's creepy. Could you hear that? I hope the, the mic picked it up. Something just farted. It was aggressive. Okay. Black eyed children. To be fair, I'm not really sure that what are known as black eyed children, black eyed kids, or simply BEK, are ghosts per se. They are, however, terrifying and shaped like children. So I think they belong here. There are a lot of stories about them floating around the internet from people who have allegedly run into them. Usually they look to be kids anywhere from the ages of 6 to 18 who say they need your help in some way. <sighs> Remember, he pointed down the hall. I see Asking the for the phone. Shape or form. If you're in a car, they might need a ride. If you're at home, they might need to use your phone. Shut up. Selena didn't see this before. I didn't <laughs> see this before. That's fucking crazy. Whatever they say they need, don't believe it. It's a ploy to get into your open door. I left that door open when I went to get the phone. Yeah, my guy's probably still on the scabby stream. You know what? He was like this little boy. Maybe that's a little boy mom saw by my legs and I saw in that window. And once you do that, it's probably not going to go well. Did I mention their eyes are pitch black? Because they're just saying. 
because they are just mm-hmm. saying the very first black eyed children's story that appeared on the internet in 1998 they posted the experience and it happened to a parking lot and he still swears it's true wow that's creepy dude that was fucked oh the next one's a she goes i have a she goes story that is why i have this tattoo do you know the story don't we yeah, tell it quick? yeah so when i was a kid my mom remember we had this huge clothing line in the backyard and it would go out to this like giant pose it was like 20 feet up in the air and my mom would hang sheets on it once a week and my kind of job was on those windy days to sit in the back living room and keep an eye and see if one flies off and flies into the neighbor's lawn because there's that big like dog over there would rip the shit out of it so i'm sitting in there and i see this one sheet fall off but this sheet falls down to the ground over somebody what the fuck I run out back. I'm a little kid. I'm thinking, oh, daddy's under there. It's my dad. I go up to this this sheet thing and it does this. So the microphone is me. I'm thinking it's my dad. I reach up. The second my fingers touch the sheet, <laughs> collapses to the ground. <laughs> Chills. Yep. Yeah, this one's called the sheet ghost. And that's why you have the sheet ghost tattoo. Yeah, that's why I have this. She goes, because for me, memorably, that's the first ghost I remember, remember. Because I was like three or four. This gem was posted on Ask Reddit Thread in 2014, and honestly, it's still one of my favorite stories from any paranormal, supernatural Reddit thread I've ever read. The thread itself was started by you slash love. Child simply titled, Have You Ever Encountered Something Paranormal? It's a treasure trove of allegedly real-life spookiness. Despite its age, it's still worth checking out if you're into that kind of thing. So that really wasn't a ghost story. Yeah, you missed that, buddy. Yeah, I missed clicking on that one. You didn't click on that one. Yeah. Okay, well, I gave, Check. You, I gave you mine. Check that. I gave you mine. <laughs> Check that out. Uh, the next one is a repeat story. Joel, what the fuck were you doing here? What yeah. were you doing? Oh, my goodness. Okay, here's a different here's a different sheet ghost one. Okay, let me just... I'm just going to jump over to this one. Yep. Nope, Joel, you did it again. Which where? This one, the boy with the box. You did it again. Okay, this one's called The Radiant Boy. (laughs) Sure it is, Joel. Let's really hope for the fucking best that this is what we're doing. We'll start out. Okay, Joel. I got all rushed this morning. (laughs) Okay. When I first heard about The Radiant Boy, I was expecting something involving phosphorus and matches and a story like one of the subplots in The Dress Lodger. And I'll admit that I'm a little disappointed that that's not what it turned out to be. The story's still still good, though, so let's take a look anyways. Corby Castle in Cumbria, England, is the ancestral home of the Howard family. It also plays host to a small boy who is not not of this plane of existence. A journal entry written by Reverend Henry of Redborough in 1803 recounted that the one and only night he and his wife had spent in the place while visiting, he was awoke in the wee hours of the morning and found the fire had burned out. But something was glimmering in the middle of the room. The glimmering grew, becoming like a flame, and out of the flame came an apparition of a beautiful boy. Dressed in white with golden hair, he did not appear malevolent. Indeed, he seemed quite mild. He drifted over to the chimney and then vanished. The reverend and his wife left the next day. The radiant boy, as he's known, has apparently been seen quite a few times by people, and it said whoever saw him would grow wealthy and famous before becoming a tragic end. Is the radiant boy a prophet, a harbinger, a curse? Maybe all of the above. Ooh. 
Uh, if you would like in the comments below, let me know if you would like more haunted ghost stories from castles. Because I is that your next idea? I possibly. I, I like love cast castles. Castles. On our flight home from LA, I watched like eight hours of documentaries about castles. You did. Joel got a real horn, a big old bone on. I really like medieval times. I'm not making horn. this up. In my bedroom at home, I have an actual suit of armor that I fit in. What's your bachelor bachelorette party? We're going to medieval times. We're going to medieval times. <laughs> what up, fam? What up, fam? Medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got the crying ghost. Located in Cheshire, England, looks like something out of a fairy tale. A gingerbread house come to life. <coughs> Except, you know, not made out of gingerbread. Built in the early 1500s, it has seen more than its share of history. So, perhaps unsurprising to most, its own history still wanders the halls late at night. And there's lots of them. Most notably, the Grey Lady, who will haunt the gallery, floating down the length of space before vanishing into thin air. Sadder, though, at certain times, a heart-wrenching sobs of a ghostly child have been seen, have been heard echoing through the chapel. No one knows who the child is or why it's crying. I'm <coughs> getting tickled. When I throw up, I wreck my whole throat. And while it heals, gets like a super bad tickle. But you can hear the cries of this child echoing throughout the chapel and it makes everyone sad. It's not COVID, right? Because we just got no negative we COVID We did COVID tests. tests. Today. <coughs> just to make sure, because like neither of us have literally been in Canada. For like a month. It felt irresponsible not to check. Mm. But guys, I think that's like got us some juicy stories. Do you have one more you want to read? No, that's it. You looked excited. Just do it. No, it's okay. No, you looked excited. <laughs> you pro Okay. <clears throat> the hospital bed. You'll probably want to take this one with a grain of salt, as it was reported primarily by tabloids, but it's pretty spooky all the same. In February of 2017, nurses at Argentina's Children's Hospital allegedly captured footage of what they believe to be the ghost of a child peeking out from behind a hospital bed stored in a corridor. Personally, I'm not convinced it's not just a shadow or glitch in the camera. I just went really hard to see it, but opinions seem to be split on whether there's a ghost or not. Those who believe that are saying it's the spirit of a child who died in room 500. How are hospitals not filled with ghosts? They are. I saw Grandma's ghost. <gasps> We've heard that story. Yeah. It's on our podcast. What do you think of my bangs? What bangs? Exactly. They look cute as a button right now. I definitely shouldn't get bangs. Just a little button. I want to press. I want to press that little button. <coughs> what? Just press that little, your little button. I'm going to push the little button. I'm going to push the little button. Press the little water wings on you and just push you in the pool. Well, at least the water wings so I don't drown. Water wings. Water wings. Water wings are for children. Why can't I wear water wings? I have water wings. They oh. don't go all the way up my arms. So on like, this trip, there was slides that I went down. They're for children, but I went down them. Were they fun? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, guys... That brings us to the end of this episode. We have no idea what to title it, but we have to do that. I love you guys. Don't forget, no matter what is happening with your life, do not make a permanent decision over a temporary situation because life is a fucking roller coaster and you're going to be up and you're going to be down. But the thing is, is that you can't stay up. You can't stay down for too long because that's not how physics works. So things are going to get better and they might get a little worse, but they're going to end up okay. And life isn't about finding happiness. It's about finding contentment. And that's all right. I love you so much. Stay strong. And we will see you next week. I love you, Boo Crew. Don't forget that you're the ship pallet is still for sale enough along that shit is selling out it might even be out by the time you get to this go ahead no but i love you guys stay true stay strong bye boo crew (laughs) 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.